welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. So how are you doing, my friend? My warrior, I certainly hope life is treating you well. I'd like to remind you that if you're in need of guidance as you move through your grief walk, that I've developed Bundle of Hope books, which will help you better understand this process. My signature book, Understanding Your Grieving Heart After a Loved One's Death, maps out what you could be going through. Helping a grieving child after a loved one's death will teach you what children, teens, and young adults go through so you can support them better in the best way possible. And my book on holiday grief will help you get better prepared for year-end gatherings so you'll know how to handle them. All three are digital downloads so you can start reading them immediately after purchase and have them either in your computer or ready for you in your own personal portal online. We don't know what we don't know. And there is no need to suffer needlessly after someone has died and we aren't quite sure how best to handle a certain situation and what the grieving process does to our emotional, physical, social, intellectual, and financial and spiritual selves. So go visit www.griefauthority.com to pick up my books. Also, it would mean so much to me if you'd share our podcast with three people today who might benefit from this knowledge and ask them to subscribe. Thank you so much. So let's talk today about what's going on in the world and how it affects us as the bereaved. I happen to be a serious student of world politics and have been following its moves closely since I was a teen. And since I live in the U.S., I also closely follow its politics and have helped guide individuals who ran for office. I often wonder how people around the world are going to make it in whatever new world is being crafted for us at this point. There are many places in the world where the decisions of some have had an adverse effect on the citizens of many other countries, including their own. Many citizens do not trust their governments any longer, and regime change has occurred. Whether it's an economic collapse 
as in the possibility of the stock market crashing, the decline of products and services, a real estate market collapse where once skyrocketing prices for homes are now moving in the other direction, the prices of food, oil to heat your home or put gas in your car, electricity, water, rent, these are becoming out of the reach for the average worker. Where companies are now beginning to lay off workers and close their plants and stores in record numbers, the confiscation of bank deposits, food plants mysteriously being burned to the ground, countries taking farmers' land, medications that are inaccessible either because they can't be obtained or the price is so high that those that need it cannot afford it. Waiting for a medical procedure or appointment for several months or even years, even being censored on social media and the web, when your opinions don't match the tech giants who are working with governments to keep your voice crushed for their political gain. We live in a world that doesn't look anything like it did in 2019. And since the pandemic, the control over our lives has increased exponentially. I wish I could tell you what the right thing to do is. I wish you weren't going through all this when you're also grieving the death of your loved one. But I don't want you to bury your head in the sand because you feel so overwhelmed from your grief. This isn't a time to retreat and throw your hands up in the air. This is a particular time in our history where government collapses are taking place around the world and more will come. And while you probably think it's ridiculously unfair that you have to even think about this while your priority is grieving your loss, the sad fact is that you can't act like this is not happening. Unfortunately, the clock is ticking, and it's important now to realize your survival is paramount. It is imperative that you sit down with your budget and review all your finances, what you spend your money on, and what you need to spend your money on. With the increases in oil to heat your home, electricity, water, food, gasoline for your car, and your rent or mortgage payment because of inflation, you need to take a hard look at your choices. And although I'm not a financial advisor, now is not the time to buy a home or any large purchase that will put you into further debt. Homes will be decreasing in value moving forward, and you don't want to owe more than the value of that home. This is called being underwater, meaning you might have taken out a mortgage for a $400,000 home, but as we move forward, the market will decline, and that home might be worth three hundred dollars or two hundred dollars in the near future. 
and you will now owe a hundred or two hundred dollars more than your home is actually worth. This happened in the United States between 2007 to 2009 and beyond, and it caused havoc for many families. It is also not the time to spend tons of money on decorating your home, putting in a pool, major landscaping, or anything like that. So think about a rental, or moving in with relatives you trust, or a roommate situation with those you trust. If you look for a rental home, try to find one which is directly from its owner, not a corporate entity that owns dozens or hundreds of homes who have no problem raising your rent astronomically next year when the first year lease is over. Be a good tenant, and hopefully the owner will be grateful to keep you on and be fair with increases. But also, try to find a property that has a fenced-in yard so you can begin a garden. You might also consider moving to a safer area of your country if crime is a problem. It is time to conserve your finances for only the basic necessities in life, like shelter, food, water, electricity, your phone, upkeep for your car, and the gasoline you need to get to work. At this point, there is no need to upgrade your phone. Sure, the mobile companies will offer you deals to upgrade each year, but It still works fine, doesn't it? Who said you have to get the latest technology? Only the companies that profit from your ignorance forego that unnecessary purchase. Just like the phone, perhaps you can review your internet charges. Can you get a better deal, even if you had to switch providers? And when you review all your current expenses, perhaps it's time to let go of some of those streaming plans, like HBO Max, Disney, and others. Stick to just one that offers movies and TV shows for all those in your household. Also review any subscription services or boxes you are a part of. Maybe you don't need that clothing box or makeup box that comes each month, or book club box, diet club, which sends food, or even prepared meals that are much more expensive than cooking yourself. Yes, it's easier, but is it practical to use those services now? Only you can review all the things you spend money on, and unfortunately many households are now realizing that certain luxuries must be left off the list in lieu of the essential needs in life. And while I know it makes you upset that you have to change your lifestyle, survival is more important than a package of the latest styles or the monthly fruit. We also have to consider our physical health because we may be moving into a time when our health will be the most important thing to us. Medicines may not be available. Waiting for a doctor visit may be months away and hospitals might not have the personnel to help us.
There are many videos on natural remedies for various ailments we suffer from, and the time to look into this is now. Learn how to naturally deal with sugar issues, high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, and others. If you've been following me for any length of time, you know I'm a huge proponent of the emotional freedom technique. I use it for both mental and physical ailments, and it is phenomenal. Become familiar with it and use it regularly. I usually leave a link to an appropriate EFT video in the corresponding blog for each episode. It will be your go-to technique for almost any of life's troubles. And remember to teach it to your children, teens, and young adults. They will have their own set of challenges as we move into this new way of life. During the pandemic, when we were all locked down, we couldn't go to gyms, so we improvised and exercised in our homes. We may need to do this again, simply because the cost of a gym may be too costly for us now. Dance, walk, lift weights, jump rope, do Pilates. There are so many videos to use to ensure our physical health. Now I want to talk to you about mental health. I think it's fair to say we are already at a disadvantage here because we can often feel completely overwhelmed as we grieve, and that's understandable. When we grieve the death of someone we love, especially if it's been fairly recent, we are still getting our footing. We are still learning what to expect and how our body and mind reacts to various experiences. It might be hearing music you shared or seeing a video or seeing a movie you watched together come on the television unexpectedly or driving by a special place. So many things can trigger memories that throw us back to a certain time. So what I'm about to say to you now may offend you, and I apologize, but I want you to become stronger. This is not a time where we have the luxury of resting on our laurels, meaning we don't have the luxury of sitting back and spending all our time being sad and depressed. We will be shocked out of our grief by the unexpected twists and turns of our society's turmoil. From day to day, our life circumstances may change and we need to be prepared for what's to come. And to do that, we need to become as mentally strong as we can be. We need to release any addictions. Learn who among your family and friends will become your anchors and for whom you will become their anchors. We need to release toxic, drama-filled, envious, jealous people from your life who will expect you to take care of them because they didn't get prepared. Consequently, you will need to learn how to say no when all hell breaks loose. Mostly, 
you also need to get your spiritual house in order. Listen continually to that still, small voice. Some call it their higher power. I call it God. He guides me and shows me my next steps. And when I hear what direction I am to go, I listen. And when I hear what people to eliminate from my life, I listen. And when I hear what places I should no longer go to or go to, I listen. And when I do this, I find peace and contentment. Life right now is very fragile. You know this primarily because you are grieving. But with the way the world is moving, it can become even worse. We can't know when more people in our lives will die and from what cause. We can't know what to expect in the future. But if we are to guard our hearts and minds, we need to place our faith in someone who does know. I've heard people who claim they don't believe in God, to which I always say, I'd rather have a relationship with him than not, because when I die, it would be pretty terrible to learn there was a God and I didn't acknowledge him. Each Sunday morning, we watch Joel Osteen at Lakewood Church online. When I walk during the week, I listen to his podcasts. I also listen to other ministers, but I love the encouragement and solid teaching that Joel brings. Now, there are some who are jealous of his success, and that's their problem. I don't know anyone else who can gather over 100,000 listeners each week to tune into his sermons and podcasts, as well as read all the books that he's given us. Can you? So I guess he must be doing something right. Maybe you'll listen in and let me know what you think. Meanwhile, I've recently developed a community so we can support each other through this time ahead. It's called the Mary Max Show community, and we invite only the bereaved and those who anticipate being bereaved in the near future. Our goal is to bring together others who understand your pain, and each of you will help one another through difficult times. Check it out in the show notes and in our corresponding blog for this episode. And as we move through these uncertain times, I will be praying for you, and you know that I love you. For as long as the internet is up and running, I will bring you weekly messages to encourage and educate you. Make sure you sign up for my email list if you aren't on it already. You can go to www.themarymaxshow.com to sign up. I also thank you for your donations and support. We will move through this together. Bless you, my friend. Thank you.